Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Believe and Listen Talk Radio from New York with Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. Weekly conversations on all things spiritual and metaphysical, discussions, callers, and readings. Cultivate your personal connection to spirit and the universe. Learn that the impossible is actually possible. Hello, and welcome to Believe and Listen with your host, Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium. Hi, everyone. Today is a a day that I'm going to be answering questions that have been emailed to me or messaged to me via my Facebook page, Carla Blaha, Evidential Medium, or Instagram. Um, These are questions, I I read about 100 people a month, and that doesn't include um, larger groups. Those are smaller groups and individual readings. And there are consistently questions I'm asked, understandably so, that people want to know that sit on people's minds on a daily basis. I mean, not just why are we here and what happens when we die, but some of the more um, minute things and finite things that are just not easily answered by your next-door neighbor or your high school friend. So I compiled the list of the most frequently asked questions, and there really are many more. And I'm hoping that this will help you to understand the world of metaphysics, at least from my perspective and my experience, and give you a little insight into what you might be experiencing. So before we begin, I would like to do a breathing exercise, which I do with every person I read and every small or mid-sized group I do. I don't necessarily do it with the larger groups. I probably should. But if you've sat before me in any size group except for huge, that you would have done this. I don't do this with my phone readings. I don't know why I don't do it with my phone readings. I should probably be teaching myself something right now. I probably should. But I'd like to start with this breathing exercise because it connects us, balances our energy, and literally just relaxes us. So if you happen to be in a car frustrated in traffic or at work frustrated, this simple exercise, no one will know you're doing it, will immediately relax you. It was taught to me by my Reiki master years ago, and I've, I've employed it ever since. So what I'm going to have us do is in a moment, I will ask you to inhale, and you're going to inhale very slowly through your nose, very slowly. I'll say hold. You gently hold it, and then I'll say exhale. I'll ask you to exhale through your mouth, but to close your lips like you were sipping out of a straw, and that's it. If you're not right with me, that's fine. You'll get the idea. I call it my 444. Um, it's not always to the count of four, and my, and my numbers of four can last longer than others sometimes. But we'll do it three times just to begin uh, to relax us. And hopefully, again, some of the things I answer today will help you of things that you might have thought of. Ready? Inhale. Hold. Exhale, inhale, hold, exhale, last one, inhale, hold, Exhale. Last 
Great. That's much better. That always helps me. I hope that helped you. And feel free to email me through my website, carlablaha.com, or my email, believeandlisten, at hotmail.com. If you have further questions I have not answered, because I will be having guests in the future, I, I literally haven't figured out how to do it, and I have no problem admitting that. I'm kind of uh, gun-shy with technology, so we're doing podcasts to get my feet wet here. But I'm going to have, I already have a lineup of guests, and I will have callers that will, will be able to answer questions and do readings for you. But hopefully this will be 30 minutes of getting insight into things you might have always wondered. The number one question I am asked, I mean, except for when people die, are they really okay, is what's the difference between a psychic and a medium? Now, my my last podcast was about that. Um, and, And I think the average person simply doesn't know what the difference is, and often it's interchanged. Or or now with the way television is, you might say, oh, medium, they speak to those who have crossed over. But there really is a difference between a psychic and a medium. I, this is my way that I describe it. I just, because it's frequency energy and vibration in the world of quantum physics. So I consider mediumship to be up there on XM radio, Sirius XM radio mediumship on a higher frequency and vibration. It's up there. For in order for me to connect those who have crossed, I have to really raise my frequency and vibration. Years of training and practice, I do, but spirit people really have to come down to meet me because I'm still human. So it's all energy. I had to pause a minute there because I was about to jump to psychic and I realized I'm just not finished with mediumship. So medium connects to those who have crossed with evidence and validating facts. And I really tend to stress the evidence and facts because I personally need three to five and then moves more to eight to 10 pieces of evidence that I have your spirit person to prove that I do because I'm not comfortable if I don't feel a solid hook and connection to them. So that's what a medium needs to do. All mediums are psychics. If you think about it, you can't go to graduate school unless you went to college. You can't go to college without a high school diploma. So if you're a medium, you've already made it through psychic ability. It doesn't make it better. It just makes it different. So all mediums are psychics. A psychic, which I'm going to call FM radio, is someone who has finely tuned their sixth sense. I wrote a book on it, Awaken Your Sixth Sense. Um, it's really called Get Your Vibe Back, Awaken Your Sixth Sense. It's on Amazon. But I focus on the sixth sense because there are six senses, not five. And if you guys were taught in kindergarten to use your vibe and to you know, try to get in touch with the energy of other people, you would be finely tuned as well. And I'm as guilty as anybody as this because I haven't done this for my children, although um, a couple of them are, are highly tuned already, um, so much so that I have to figure out how to handle that. Um, but if we did really work on it with our young, um, our, our sixth sense would be much more finely tuned. That's a gut instinct that you have. When has that ever been wrong? I'm going to tell you when. Uh, never. No one said that ever. If you have the vibe something's going to happen, it does. The problem is we tend to remember the bad things that happen versus the good things. So, for example, if you're going on a job interview and you have that really bad feeling, well, besides the law of attraction and manifestation, It's probably going to go bad. Is it because you manifested it and got nervous and put it out there? Or is it because you knew? I'm not sure. Each each time might be a different reason. But you're going to remember that. I'm going to tell you right now, if you had the bad feeling and you didn't get the job, you're going to hold that for 10 years. Now, if you went into a job feeling rather neutral or somewhat upbeat and you got the job, that's not the story you're going to tell. We tend to forget that. 
As humans, our psychology is set up so that we just forget it. But you know, if you tell everyone, oh, did you get the job? You'll say, oh, no, and I knew I wasn't going to get that job. That's what we hold on to. So I would ask when connecting and using your vibe to try to remember, and I'm as guilty as anyone else of this. I've really had to work hard at it. Try to remember the good things you connect into and the things you know. Psychics don't know everything also. Please know that. When people say to me, when is this going to happen? When is that going to happen? I don't know. I can tell you that right now. I do know some people who believe they can tap into timing, and I'm always impressed by that. Um, My timing has grown much better over the years, but I would never hold it as exact because I believe in the law of attraction and free will. It's virtually impossible for me to believe that I can fine-tune your timing of your life to the minute or the, you know, the day. I, I don't find that realistic. So I think we can. I've certainly had clients say to me, oh, you told me, you know, you felt the spring this was going to happen, and it did. That happens all the time. But I also told a woman something, because she aptly reminded me of this in an email, that I saw Easter symbols around, or maybe it was Christmas. Several years ago, it was a timing on the sale of property, and I told her my symbols. Well, that holiday came and went, and she sent me an email. It wasn't scathing, but it was gently letting me know, well, the holiday passed and the property didn't sell. And my response was, I told you I don't do timing. That's what I saw. That's what I got. That's what it is. Because that's the way I read. This is what it is. I don't change because of how my sitter acts. It's just what I get. Now, kindly, the next season, she sent me a follow-up email saying, it sold. It was just a different year. So timing, I don't know. I think there's a lot of components to that, and I don't think psychics can do that. But what a psychic really can do is click into the energy of a person, place, or thing and help you with what it feels like right now if you continue at the pace you're going on or maybe how you could alter that in some way to get a better result. Because what you ultimately want is your highest and best good in something. We often want what we want, and that's not our highest and best good. Right, so that's my, I, didn't, I don't have a name or a state for the person who sent me that, and I'm going to cough right now, so excuse me. <clears throat> Usually that happens when spirit's coming through, which is interesting. I will cough continuously until I, get, until I let them in. I have so many people ask me that question. I don't have a name. I'm sorry. This one. I think I might be psychic, but I'm not sure, and I'm a little afraid, and that's Carol in New Jersey. So, Carol, I answered a bit of that um, in, the, in the above question. Um, you tend to be afraid. We all tend to be afraid because we think of the negative. So if everyone focuses on the good vibes and the good predictions we have and the good feelings, and when you see that dead grandparent in your dreams, it's not bad. It's them passing by because it was their time to go, and they're saying hi to you. That's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. I'm going to keep coughing. Who is this? I'm not even live, and I'm not even reading anybody. Yikes. Well, if I get someone, I'm actually going to bring it forward and leave it on the podcast. It's crazy. Okay. Oh, I dream about my mother. How do I know it's real? It's funny. I keep answering them in advance. Uh, That's Lenore from Connecticut. Lenore, we, we often dream about our loved ones that pass. I can tell you the difference between whether it is your, psych, your psyche dumping out information or if it's a visitation. And a visitation from a loved one, which we all can get, and I have to be honest, I don't get a lot of them. I've had them over the years. I've had them of my friends' parents even before they died. 
telling me they were dying. But now and now that I do this work, I get very little in dreams um, from those who have crossed at least. Uh, psychic information maybe more. But if you have a dream that it is so real that you will remember it for the next 25 years and you feel as if it happened, then it did. If you're dreaming of a loved one, I'm sorry, listen to this. <clears throat> oh, my. Am I going to want to delete this? I don't think so. I like it. It's very authentic. If you're dreaming of someone and they come through angry at you, upset, that's not real. That's your psyche dumping out and working out your own human stuff, which is fine. Let it do that. But that's not it. Spirit people don't come through negatively. They don't give you dirty looks. They aren't mad at you. None of that happens. You can't cross to the other side holding negativity. So you really don't worry about that. And that's the difference. When you can remember a dream that happened like yesterday, that's your visitation. Let's see. Next question. How can you tell if you're really getting a sign? Jamie, Delaware. Jamie, I love signs. I always call myself the queen of the signs. I think I have a chapter in the book I'm writing now called A Sign is a Sign is a Sign. Um, if you think it's a sign, it's probably a sign. Okay. Um, however, don't go looking for your sign. And please, Know that your signs will come to you in different ways. Loved ones send signs. The universe sends signs. The whole field of potentiality sends signs. So if you're thinking, gee, should I take that job in California? And all of a sudden, California Dreaming comes on the radio. Friend visits from California and you're inundated with California? Maybe it's a sign you should check out this job. Now, there is that theory. If you're looking for red cars, you see more red cars. That's true. However, when it defies the laws of reason, it's a sign. That's why I tell people, please ask for really obscure signs. Don't ask for a rose in February or a shamrock in March. It's, it's not good. You're not going to believe it, even if it is a sign. And I, the number one thing with signs, well, they say ask, believe, receive. But I'm going to ask you, when you're asking, allow the sign to come to you in any form that it wants to. I used to try to control, so we'll go with the rose because it's simple, but it's not in February. I used to want, you know, the stranger to jump up in front of me and deliver me a rose. <clears throat> You're going to bear with me on this. Or, you know, randomly, anonymously, I get sent flowers, you know. Okay, that's great if that happens. Can the universe make that happen? Absolutely. But. What if you're walking down the street, you see if the neighbor, they just got a new dog and they say her name is Rosie. What if you, um, let's see, anything of, of that ilk. What if you open a magazine at the doctor's office and there's a big picture of a rose? Or there's a, a political sign on the street and the last person's name is Rose. That's your sign. It doesn't have to be an actual rose. I remember my friend asked for a rose and she came out of her apartment door and there were like three rose petals. At her door, I guess someone was delivering roses somewhere, and somehow they dropped. And she called, she lives in Virginia. She called me up, and she's like, do you think this is a sign? I was like, yeah, I, I do. I think it's a sign. And we laughed because it was such an obvious sign, but we tend to even overthink it. Well, you know, we do that. I do that all the time, too. And you can actually ask for a backup sign. So if you're a little – it's not so stringent that you can't. If you're a little bit shaky and you're like, oh, I don't know if that was a sign. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. I'm not sure. Ask the universe to provide you with a sign that's a confirmation sign. However, if you do this 10 or 12 times, you're going to confuse the universe and you're not going to get it. So try to 
avoid sign abuse because that's a big thing that happens. And I've done it myself. I really shy away from it now, though. I hope that helps. Everybody ask for your signs. Um, question. My mother was mad at me. Is she still mad at me now that she's passed? Janet from New York. Janet, no. All of you that have had problems with your dead loved ones, the answer is no. I have never brought through a spirit person that told me they were mad at someone. They will acknowledge that there were problems here when they were human, but they are never angry. Spirit people cannot be angry. They're energy and they cannot cross. We're carrying anger, bitterness, envy, hatred. It doesn't happen. So it vibrates too low, very, very low. So no, and I, I will also let you know this, all of you who have this and a lot of people hold on to, um, not everything's ideal when someone dies and you get to tell them you love them and hold their hand and you know, wish them well. It, it doesn't always work that way. So if you have an issue with someone who's crossed and it wasn't resolved, you can resolve it even though they're past. I've done it. You can do it. You can talk to them. You can write it out. You can etherically speak to them. Put them in front of you. Have the conversation. They will hear you. Say everything you need to say. And you don't need to be polite. If you want to stomp and scream and curse, that's fine. Get it out. But you can actually build this relationship stronger. And it will help them as well because they need to work things out there from left behind here. So they will not carry the anger. I promise you. That's part of your soul contract. I'm sorry if that happened, um, but it does happen to a lot of us. But no worries, you can fix that. The next question, I'm afraid my husband who passed is upset because I'm dating. Francis, New York. Francis, no worries there either. Our spirit people want us to be happy. I have never also ever brought through a person that was said, oh, tell them to stop dating. I'm furious. Now, funnily, I will get information like, you oh, know, I didn't really like that last boyfriend of hers because she didn't like them or something happened. And then the spirit person will give me a funny story and she'll be like, yeah, we got a flat tire and had to walk three miles. And a spirit person would have said, tell her about the car. I know about the car and the tire, you know, so they'll say, yeah, he should have been, you know, X, Y, and Z better about it. They'll joke, but they want you to be happy. They, they do not want you not to be happy. And that's a fact. I know that wasn't grammatically correct, but know that living here, holding someone up on a pedestal, stopping your life does not serve you, your soul contracts, or your other people. You both need to grow. So there's no problem with that. You can date as much as you'd like. I'm sure they, the universe will want your highest and best good, though. I know things before they happen. It makes me nervous. Jim in Florida. Well, that goes back to what I said earlier. We tend to remember the negative. So, folks, think about the positive. Like, for example, if you're driving and you just know you should take a different route, then you find out the road was closed. That's a positive, not a negative. You took a different route. It got you to where you need to be. Just switch your perspective and just put a different lens. And I guarantee you, you're going to see that there's a lot of good things you actually know, too. Thank you, Jim. Some mediums say that they don't bring through suicides to you and what happens to them. Annie, Connecticut. I, get, I bring suicides through weekly. Uh, I did hear one top, top medium, and I was stunned, say I never bring a suicide through. I was stunned because, quite frankly, I thought I've heard him bring him through, and I thought it was in his um, – so I don't get that. I bring suicides through all the time. I think these are people that absolutely, it was in their, I believe also it might have been in their soul contracts for some of them. But I also think they have healing to do with people here. 
So quite often, I can help a suicide heal the people here, which heals them and helps them to progress up to a higher frequency and vibration. So I bring them through. I have not seen anything negative like we might have been told in certain religious um, beliefs. Now, I'm not suggesting it's a good idea and that don't worry. What I'm saying is from my experience, it's almost like going in the back door of the house. I wouldn't advise it, okay? But as a medium, I have brought them through. Maybe I don't bring through the ones that have major problems. I don't know. Maybe I get only the ones that have crossed over. But I do bring them through, and I find it very healing for the spirit people as well as the person. Hope that was helpful. Let's see. Um, why do you meet people and feel like you know them? Jake, Pennsylvania. Jake, I, my feeling and my experience is that is we are reincarnated with a soul tribe. So we would have soul contracts to work things out with people. And we would come back and work them out. You do know them. My guess is you know them. Now, sometimes you may, they may carry an energy that's familiar to you that of someone else you know. But when it's not that, you're clicking into an energy on a level that's not even human. So, no, some people get confused because they say, oh, I know I've known him or her before. They're the one for me. That's not the case at all. It could be, but please don't be fooled because you feel you knew them before, that you're meant to have a joyous relationship. But hopefully you can work out whatever it is you were supposed to here. Hope that's helpful. I feel another cough coming on. Uh, why are houses haunted or ghosts real? Um, ghosts are real from my experience. I don't do the haunted house thing. Um, I have studied it. I have um, done classes. I've done the de- little detectors for it. I am not. For me, it's not what I want to do. My experience, again, is that, that often... Now, when your parents are throwing around signs and, or your spouses or your friends and they're flipping lights on and off, that's not a ghost I'm putting that in quotes. That's the, your people giving you signs. When you're talking about earthbound spirits, and some of them weren't ever even human, that's why I don't even go near that, and I have zero experience in that and want to keep it that way. These are people that don't know they've crossed, maybe crossed tragically, or holding on to grudge so strongly, or holding on to their house or their property or a situation that they will not leave. And really, my belief is, please, let's get them all over to where they need to be. Some people are just fascinated by that. And I was when I was young, but now in this line of work, I tend to step back and just bless them all and hope they they are able to move on. Um, Do you ever turn down a reading or stop a reading? Joy in New Hampshire. Joy, I love your name. Yes. Um, (laughs) That's that's funny because these questions were written out um, before this happened. But in the past week, I had to end a reading and send someone on their way after 10 minutes. And the two readings in one day, the two readings prior to that person, I almost did the same thing too. That's one day. I had three people that I almost ended a reading on, only one that I, that I stopped. I, my job is to not turn people away. But I, I often send, when, well, not often, I always send to people who are booking groups or things like that, kind of instructions and one of them is if my reading is going to make or break your mental stability you're not ready for a reading if you're in such deep grief you can't get out of bed I'm not who you need you need another person in a different field to help you a medium is to assist and heal not to make you worse and if you are in a bad state of mind 
or need to hear one thing or it's going to wreck everything, you should not see a medium or a psychic. You shouldn't. Oddly enough, this kind of sounds weird. You can't be too grieving to see a medium. Now, I don't turn down people if their loved ones have died very recently. I know some people do. I assess the mental state beforehand because I can get spirit people that died that day. It's very important to me that someone's in the right frame of mind. And I will tell you, the person that I released from a reading this week um, was an energy that just didn't work for me. And I would elaborate, but this is going to go everywhere. And I can work with almost anybody. Excuse me. And she had preconceived notions. And I brought forth people, and she didn't understand who they were. And one of them actually I got the next day. And this person had been with me for a week. And I finally found, it was a phone reading out of state, and I finally found by name who the person belonged to. But she wasn't happy that I delivered him first, but he'd been with me. And I said to her, okay, this isn't working. I bring through lots of spirit people. I mean, I really do, a whole bunch at one time. And maybe you don't want to speak to them all, and they're not all that significant, but I do it. It's, it's not where I don't get somebody. So I said, who would you like to speak to? I won't promise I'll get them, but, you know, let me try to link to them. She leaned back, crossed her arms, and again, her energy and I were wearing a great match, and said to me, a medium is supposed to, and that's about as far as I let her get, and I stopped the reading. And I said, you have a preconceived notion of what I'm supposed to do. I'll give you another opportunity. This is how I work. Who would you like to speak to? And she just stared at me. I said, my example was, off the top of my head, when you get your hair cut, they can use scissors, a razor, or a blade. They all do the same thing. They do it differently, but they do it. This is how I work. I presented you with spirit people. Now, one I learned later wasn't for her. But the other one could have been. She was completely shut down, and I, I stopped the reading. Because she, she said to me, no. I said, okay, then. Then we have no more to discuss today. She wouldn't even let me do my job. So I had to release her. Um, I do release people occasionally. Um, if I know that I've gotten people and I'm solid and I've reached my bar, there's the reading. Uh, when it really won't work, I do not read them. And if they call me and people are desperate or grieving or sorrowful or, or, or erratic, I don't read them. I'm out to help, not harm. And you have to really assess the situation. There's responsibility of mediumship. I mean, I've referred people to you know, social workers, to different people that they need to speak to or, or their family. But I, it's, if I'm not the one to help you, then I'm simply not the one to help you. Um, unfortunately, the universe provides me with energy that matches mine or that, that works at least in some manner in, in a wide bandwidth, and I can, I'm able to help people. So I thank the universe right here and now, and I give gratitude for the wonderful people that I read. It's amazing how many people are brought to me that are just fantastic and so lovely to know, even if it's for a half an hour or an hour or a two-hour group. So that's all I have time for today. I actually have a whole bunch of other questions um, that I will be able to answer. But moving forward, there'll be shows on healing, manifestation, you know, divination, different types of cards, tea leaves. I'm going to have guests that come on and specialize in those areas. And I'll have readings live on the air, um, which sometimes is a little dicey because I get information you will get later. That happens all the time. I get emails where people say, oh, now I know what you meant. But I'm going to do it anyway because I love to do this job. Now I'm not coughing anymore, so I'm wondering what that was about. So feel free to send me. Oh, here I go. <clears throat> That's funny. Feel free to send me any questions that you have, and I'll use them on a, a future show. 
CarlaBlaha.com. And again, my Facebook is Carla Blaha Evidential Medium. Instagram is Carla Blaha Medium. Believe and Listen, all words, at Hotmail.com is my um, email. Also, I have my book, Get Your Vibe Back, Awaken Your Sixth Sense on Amazon. I have an oracle book that I have on my website. This lovely show, and I read in the New York metropolitan area. I read all over the country, but based in the New York metropolitan area. Do all types of um, phone readings, groups, fundraisers. I love my job. I work, I work, I work. Why? Because I love every single minute of it. So, moving down the road, hopefully you join me again, and I'll have some callers, and I'll figure the whole technology thing out, and... It's going to just be great. It's going to be manifested out there. It's wonderful. So thank you for listening. Have a blessed day. Thank you for listening to Believe and Listen with Carla Blaha. You can find Carla at CarlaBlaha.com. To increase your personal sixth sense, Carla's book, Get Our Vibe Back, is available on Amazon Kindle. Tune in next week for more things metaphysical.